I'm Moon Zappa, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Hi, I'm Andras Jones, and today's episode of Radio 8 Ball requires just a little bit of an explanation. You see, our guest, who we are referring to as HUD Black, asked to have their identity hidden after recording the session. Now, maybe this is because their question was kind of racy, or maybe they've entered witness protection. We don't know. And honestly, that's none of our business. You will notice that we have manipulated the voice of our guest, who we are referring to as HUD Black, and there may be a few odd edits, but we still think it's pretty entertaining, and I hope you enjoy it. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, in the studio, attempting fate. Turning questions to the songs of which we'll randomly select you with the help of our friend Synchronicity. And now it's time for, and now it's time for, Radio Back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here in Zach's Song Shack with Zach Schaefer. Yes. And we've been having a lot of fun, hanging out with a lot of his friends, all of his friends so far in the studio. And now here's our first caller on the show. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Hey, how's it going? Very good. How are you? I'm well. Excellent. Just at home, relaxing. Where are we reaching you? I'm in Santa Barbara at my client's house. Ah, your client. What does that mean? Are you some sort of uh, therapist? I'm a, yeah, actually, I'm a therapist. I thought, I thought you were a prostitute. <laughs> I know. Well, you would think that by knowing me, but... I'm a decorative therapist. I like to call myself. You're a designer then? What? I do interior design, yeah. Really? Cool. That's, uh, yeah. I, I was just talking, I, I don't usually think about interior design, but I was just talking with someone about that. Most so guys don't. Um, Uh-oh. Um, I'm sure that plenty dangerous. of guys do. So you're you're d- currently pra- plying your craft in Santa Barbara, a gorgeous place. Yeah. And how yeah. do you know this cat, Zach? I know this cat, Zach, from his gorgeous wife, Abby. Ah. And I know Abby through a mutual friend, Brian. Oh, and you're a musician as well? Throughout the years. I am. So your day job is a design therapist, but by night... By night, I'm not a prostitute. I'm a musician. Quitter. Very, the you know, 
What's the difference? Really? The, the only difference <laughs> is that you would get paid more I mean, as a prostitute. And the only reason I'm basically a failed musician is because I'm also a failed prostitute. So are, they're together. Are you? Are how, you know? We don't know. You don't know until, that you're failed until the until it's all over. You could be just. You be could be on the cusp of success and not know it. So you know, I'm not going to be waiting for that. Ship, <laughs> but. You know, it could happen. You're right. You know, it could don't never wait for that ship. You're too busy making music. Uh, so, so, but you have played music together with Zach. We have not played music together. Why the hell not? We're desperately trying. So you're just um, to recap. You're in Santa Barbara doing your gig. You haven't performed with Zach yet. Although, so this is kind of your first musical collaboration right here. You're part of this show. He doesn't really do female singer-songwriter kind of a jam. It's not his thing. Is that true, Zach? That's totally untrue. I, oh, do, can I remind you that I, I used to play with Mini Driver? Can I remind you of that? I do have a Mini Driver story, but I will not say it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to offend Mini. I'm sure she's adorable. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, that's, she's professionally adorable. That's. I, I think it's best to not air uh, grievances or dirty laundry. Oh, there's a grievance. Is I'm there a grievance? Like, I like the idea of just letting it all hang loose, but that's probably not smart. Politically, I... can we say politically? Or just not you, know, you know, no one really listens to this show. <laughs> that's what you think. <laughs> and then, like, her publicist will be a big fan. That's the third time I've said publicist. Podcast. Yeah. You know what? I should have a podcast like where people just come in and talk shit about celebrities. I could get like I could start by talking shit about Kathy Griffin and just go from there. Uh, Oh, yeah. But my friend does her makeup. She says she's great. I actually do stand. uh, uh, You 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 raise a good point because all everybody involved with this was a dude, and Andros did say, "Do you know any girls, Zach?" And I was like, "Oh God, right." Girls and I and I was really like, woefully oh, ill-equipped yeah. to find a girl in my sphere, especially musically. But so he called one of his wife's friends. That's that's uh, exactly. It's... I understand well, and... a chick with a guitar can be brutal, so I understand your prejudice. Well, if you if you if you it. if you buy into that stereotype, then yes. But PG yeah. Harvey was a girl with a guitar, and she was not brutal. And I mean, she, I just have to yeah. say. Our show features is our show is pretty gender balanced in terms of the performers, and I have not felt like actually, yeah, I, I would say as far as duds, there have been an equal amount of male and female duds, and it has not. There has been no uh, demographic that is more likely to be amazing. There's some there right actually, and right now, I just feel like. Women kind of have an, the inside track as songwriters just because whatever what sounds cliche in my voice because we've heard it a million times is going to sound unique in someone else's voice, be, in a woman's voice, because we haven't heard that story or that kind right. of song in that kind of way from that point of view. So It's funny because Ruby, my stepdaughter... That's why all the other shows we've done are more interesting than this one. No, I'm kidding. Ruby did a gig at her school and they did three girls played come together as like a little power trio and it was like it was fucking rad it was like okay that's a take on that song you just don't come up with very much so i thought that's really cool i like that yeah i like that you know maybe someday we'll have lou on the show who knows who knows 
you know, no. apply you with alcohol and, and you'll tell us your mini driver story. Just kill the sobriety and let you do it. Oh, sorry, I forgot. Damn. That was off the air. Fuck sobriety. Oh, no, I, you know, a li- you know, a little bit of sobriety, sobriety and a little bit of yeah, its opposite. I'm in a sobriety when I'm not drinking. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much go. when I do it. So, well, uh, well, do you have a sober question for our pop oracle? Yeah. What was that? Did I you... can't hear so weird, guys. What's your question? What's your question for the pop oracle? Oh, wait. I'm supposed to come up with a question. I thought you guys were going to ask me the question. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> for the pop oracle. My question for the pop oracle is... Is the old man I'm having sex with going to have a heart attack during sex at some point in time? That's a great question. And now, to engage the pop oracle, we have two songs left on the board. The two songs are song number one, Something Wrong With Love, and song number six, Sorry That You Fell. Holy and so now to engage the pop oracle, we've used up the wheel of eight. We have exhausted the radio eight cards. We are down. We are now down to the binary oracular divinatory tool, or as you know it, the coin, the radio eight coin. If it lands on heads, it's going to be song number one, something wrong with love. And it, if it lands on tails, it is going to be song number six. Sorry that you fell. And now to engage the pop oracle, I am going to flip. The Radio 8 coin. It came up heads. Something Uh-oh. wrong with love. Oh, good. No, I like this one. All right. You walked in with your Kafka novel. I read to find the meaning of to grovel. Walking around with shoes of alligator. Took on the occupation of the instigator Everybody knows their rights No one ever starts a fight Maybe there's something wrong with me Maybe there's something wrong with you Or maybe there's something wrong with love Yeah, maybe there's something wrong with love Every day
Something Wrong With Love from Zach Schaefer, the answer to question, will the old dude, she's boning, she didn't use, use that word, no. I'm vulgar, the, she's having sex with someday, die while in the middle of their activities. So uh, before we get to the interpretation, Zach is going to tell us a little bit about the background of that song, where it comes from. All right. is, it, is this a personal experience? No, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think, uh, I've noticed most of my songs fixate on I've the other working title, which I won't use because it's a pun is the flaws of attraction. And I just feel like I've, I've, we are, we idolize, idealize rather, we idealize romance and it's always fucking batshit crazy. And so I've, I've been into that idea forever. Like, why do we, why do we romanticize? for lack of a better word, this idea of love. And and then you have a kid, and then your partner won't even fucking speak to you anyway because they're too busy with the kid. And it's like, God, oh, we, we just go batshit over this romance stuff. And so, and then you spend a lot of time beating yourself up, like there's something wrong with me or she's fucking crazy. And then I like the idea of, well, maybe there's just something wrong with love in general. So it's just kind of a funny little song like that. Um, well, I have some ideas about how it might relate, but I'm curious, do you have any ideas about how that relates to your question and conundrum about this, uh, this fella? Well, I did. My interpretation was something like maybe a minor heart attack. <laughs> Definitely caused <laughs> by me. And um, possible survival, but quite a bit of suffering. That's my interpretation. Is referring that... to the question. Now, there's, I'm sure, now, is that... like that, I'm sure there will be emotional suffering either way, because that's generally the case. But referring to the question specifically, sounds like someone's going down, and I guess I feel pretty darn bad about it if it happens. So that's my interpretation. So I'm just curious, not to, to delve too deep into this, but is the... Is this some relationships are, you know, fiery and tempestuous, some are sort of like maybe easy and not easy, but like not too attached and just sort of, and it, for, for lack of a better word, casual. Well, casual um, is the wrong word. I just think mean yeah. less. Uh, I, can, I can understand where you're going with that question. Um, I'm not really a casual gal. I have several friends that are casual in these, these times that are going on right now. Everyone seems to be pretty casually running around town, but I don't tend to be able to be that way. I think it would make life easier if I had that element to my personality, but I don't really. So, you know, it's pretty, there's, there's some love going on. 
Okay. Yeah. So the, the fiery nature of love is what you're talking about, that sort of intense, there's an intensity and a focus there's some, there's that, some where, fire. That, where the relationship is a very important, you know, it, it takes up a lot of your mind space. There's some fire there, but there's a, there's a lightness to it that I appreciate, especially coming out of a 10-year marriage. So cool. I mean, there's nothing wrong with fire. I'm a fire sign. If you like it, I love. Oh, he's a fire it. sign so, too. Well, he's a, what are you, Aries? Leo. Oh, those Aries, man. Jeez. Yeah, Aries can be tough. They can be tough. You guys are bigots. Bigots. Yeah, you're like judging people on their birth sign. It's just not all Sagittarians well, are like that. The, no, uh, it's no. Of course, it's not the people, but it's the <laughs> energy that that if if you believe that you like if you relate to that energy. There's some stereotypical you know, thing. Aries is. But I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I like About, all that astrology shit. Pretty fine. I know. I know. So, well, I had a couple of ideas about this. Uh, so, the, the I think it's the last two verses mm-hmm. where you say, uh, you ran out with, a, with your farewell holler, figured a way out of my choke chain collar. Oh. It's a great, it's a really nice Still left turn Elliot of phrase. Smith. And, uh, you know, you, you don't have to out yourself, right? You could, you could I, bask for just I a minute. I don't want people before. busting my chops. Okay. And, like, I'm, I own it. Okay. Well, there was so there was something about that about the possessiveness of relationship, like out of the way, out of the choke chain collar. I know that when I've been in sort of fiery relationships, that that sense of ownership it can be good. It can feel really good when someone when you feel that way about someone and they feel that way about you. But it can also it's a double edged sword. So I was wondering because that can create tension in a relationship, which could which could lead to uh, some sort of heart event. and then there's no, uh, and then it keeps go- It keeps being a little bit dire. There's no way I'm ever calling you again. So said the letter written with the poison pen. So now we've got poison and choke chains. Both you don't want to be choking or poisoned. I- I'm going to get you in a second, second, second. <laughs> no, you got. Uh, but we continue that in saying that she. I'm, I'm assuming that being you is exactly what you need. It's almost like he's singing to this guy, and you might want to play this for him later on if he's not too, if it's not too embarrassing. Uh, to leave a bruise and make you bleed. So now we've got choking, yep. uh, poisoning, <laughs> bruising, and bleeding. Everybody knows they're right. No one ever starts a fight. So now we got fighting, bleeding, <laughs> bruising, poisoning, and choking. Like uh, all of these are things you want to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Zach, you, you've been chopping at the bit to all say right, something. All right, so by the, first, first of all, it, it's supposed to be ironic just in case that wasn't coming across uh but i hate to break it to you i think the answer is right there in the bridge which is something broken something blue okay so there's your relationship it's broken there's blue you're in it and there's something leaky in the wiring that makes my piston start misfiring that's that's a fucking heart attack dude so i think you're predicting this a piston isn't isn't the heart doesn't have like a piston kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, you Pumps, predicted pistons. this guy's death. That's, going I down. think it, it's going down. he is going down. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I hope he's going you down. Look no further than the middle eight. You know what? You know? we, yeah, we that's a, which is another great album title. We have a cover up plan. What'd you say? We have a cover up plan, guys. So don't worry. Okay. Good. 
I just oh. I can't believe I'm making people die with my music. Uh, well, let's 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 back this up. You're not making people die with the music. And actually, the <laughs> truth is, let me let me let's just I, I I need to clarify something. So, even though I say that we ask questions, we don't really answer questions. The mo the the motto of the show is questions answered, answers questioned. It's always moving. And what I like to say to people is that the songs are more of a reflection of where we are when we're asking the question than necessarily predictive of what how things gonna are gonna be in the future. So today, this song definitely, you asked, I asked you to ask a a selfish question, and I didn't say this, but it's one of the things I love. You asked a very specific question. You asked a question nobody's asked before on this show, and it's dark and kind of funny and sexy, which I what I imagine is words that might describe you. And so this song and its answer is a reflection of the mental state that you stirred up here with your question. So I don't, I don't want to necessarily say that, first of all, Zach's songs are not, uh, they can't kill anyone. <laughs> and uh, and we, all, a we, we all wonder about, the, about whether or not, you know, about our effect on other people or what's going to happen to us. So this is, you know, you just invited us into your psyche for a little bit, and I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Show.